Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. with you folks. It's hard to believe the Lord is allowing us to do our 358th podcast. And we're in the book of Psalms, these songs in the night, Psalm 116. And the more we go through these Psalms, Stephanie Wesco, I think I'm becoming a little better of a human being. I'm praying I am. I mean, it's, uh, there's so much that God gives us through these Psalms. There's so much to learn and, and, uh, what a direction to go in. And, and you know, yeah. Stephanie, I am so happy that we have an audience of people that'll turn us on their radios and stuff and listen to us, and that always excites me. What do you What do you have to say to the folks out there listening today? Well, I think it's a beautiful Tuesday morning, and you can look here to Psalms and get help and encouragement. And know that you have a God who loves you and cares for you. I think the Psalm we're going into definitely definitely shows that. Yeah, and I and I think that's a pretty cool thing. I think it's great that people are coming out and listening to us, and uh, certainly uh, I know God's Word never returns void. We have a segment, Stephanie, and it's all yours today, so you might be a knucklehead if. Well, Doug, you might be a knucklehead if it brings you satisfaction and fulfillment to jab and poke at other people. Yeah, what's that all about? You know, you need, yeah, don't jab and poke at other people. Uh, cut it out, man. If that makes you feel like you're on the top of the heap. Boy, Satan's, you've swallowed Satan's Kool-Aid. You know what's cool, though, is when you encourage other people. That's right. When you can help other people feel better about it. Be an encouragement this morning, folks. Encourage someone today. Write down, I'm going to encourage somebody. Encourage that person closest to you today. Encourage that person newest to you today. You know, you don't have to stop at one person. You can encourage everybody. You know, go, right. when you go around the store and you're buying things and you're doing things, encourage people. Hold them. And uh, I, uh, I'm a hugger, man. I hug people at the store. We're all back into full hugging at the Publix here by my house. Amen. People coming out behind counters, give me a hug. It's a uh, man. I miss that being an encourager. And then food, food. See, there's a lesson. There's always a lesson in the knucklehead thing. And the lesson is, uh, don't be poking and jabbing folks, be encouraging, be lifting them up. So what's, what's the food that's right with God, Stephanie? Doug, the food that's right with God. So Starbucks sells something that they are very expensive. And so I'm currently trying to figure out how I can make them. And I, I have hope that I found an Instapot recipe that might work. We'll see. But I love Starbucks egg white sous vides. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. But their egg white sous vide is, is the one I get 99% of the time because of the calorie count being lower. But Me too. Those things are so good. I had them this morning. Did you? Yeah. I, I can make go. them. I have a sous vide, so I can make them anytime I want. You just need oh, to buy wow. the molds for them. Yeah. 
So a sous vide, for you folks who don't know, is a water bath that keeps the water at an exact same temperature. So you can actually, restaurants use it, fine, fine restaurants use it for chicken and stuff, and they'll bring the chicken up to like 150 degrees, and uh, they'll set it in their steamer, and then they'll throw it up, put some grill mocks on it, and get it right out to you. But uh, bring it up to 160 or something with those grill marks. Yeah, a sous vide machine is great. Uh, I use mine almost exclusively cooking the meat as I was on my health plan. Yeah, so we got to make those sous vide things, and and Stephanie can make the Instapot things, and we'll get that recipe out to you because that's what we do. We're recipe people. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot going on when you come into Psalm 116. There's unscrupulous men. Uh, who, you know, the, the psalmist is dealing with things where, you know, they're lying about them. They don't trust them. Hey, been there. If you can't raise your hand and said, I've been lied about and been bad mouth, I'm not sure if you're breathing, to be honest with you. I think everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we have people that hung us out to dry, Stephanie, and uh, mm. they still kind of do once in a while. And, uh, but you know what? God's got that. I just pray God recompense them. Uh, what they've done to us, to them, yeah. you know, and, and help them seek forgiveness for trying to hurt us. And, uh, but there's a life-threatening experience going on, and God delivers his people. So there's a lot going on in Psalm 116. Those are my notes, some things I wrote down late last night. But let's hop into Psalm 116 and see what God has for us today. I believe there's some good stuff here. It says, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications, because he has inclined his ear unto me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compass me, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow, then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto the rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountiful with thee. For thee hast delivered my soul from death, and mine eyes in, in tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Oh, the land of the living is heaven. I believe, therefore, that I have spoken. I was greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render unto the Lord? for all his benefits toward me. And I went one verse longer than I wanted to go, but that's what I did. We're, we're just going one through 11. But my mind is fried sometimes. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, so you're doing good. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got fried minds. We're just coming clean with you. Man. But, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at 116. There's a lot of implications at 116. Stephanie and I were looking at that a minute ago. It's messianic. Uh, we'll get in more and more about the pain and that being the pain of Christ. And and actually, the Lord sang this psalm. Uh, this is a, a psalm that the Lord sang uh, with his disciples the night before his, uh, the night of his betrayal and arrest in Matthew 26, 30. The Lord sang this psalm. So it's messianic and what the Lord's going through and, and what he's been through. So we serve a God, Stephanie, who's been through this junk. We serve a God who knows this firsthand. We serve a God who knows what it's like to have people lie about you and not trust you. And, you know, every once in a while, open Facebook and there'll be another uh, 
list of what somebody's going through. You know, people lying about someone's wife or a husband or brother, sister, daughter, son. Who knows? But we're filled with that out here. We're filled with people trying to hurt us. We're filled with all those things. But he's saying, I love the Lord in verse number one, Stephanie, because he hears my voice in my supplications. So mm-hmm. he's, he's pointing right away at his love for the Lord because of these things. He's given yeah. us a because there, because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Therefore, will I call upon him as long as I live. I think it's a pretty significant thing that we stop and think about who hears our prayers, who answers our prayers, mm-hmm. and who's got their ears open to us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's important to realize that we have, I was just talking to a young lady about this this week. You know, it's Satan, his goal and his desire is to shoot so many fiery darts of doubt or whatever into our thoughts that we convince ourselves God isn't true, that God doesn't love us. Yeah. And listening for that still small voice, you know, God wasn't in the thunder. He wasn't in the lightning. He wasn't in the fire that came after Elijah that, that happened around him. He was in that still small voice. Yeah. And I think in the midst of a valley, you have to listen for that still small voice because Satan is going to be there with the thunder and the lightning and the fire and the loud and the busy and the survival mode. Jesus is still small voice. He comes in the, you know, beside the still waters and that's where our souls are restored. And thank God for that. And, and, you know, so often we are looking what you just said, we're looking for that loud voice. We're looking for God just to explode on the scene and, and blow away our friends and that are, that are no good to us, that have hung us out to dry, that have tried to ruin our lives. We're, we're looking for God to bust in and hop behind the pulpit and say, leave your pastor alone. We're looking for God to come right out here on earth. But that's, this is trials. This is putting the test in testimony. This is having us to, to be a better person. And uh, he's going on. But, you, you know, if you look at those first five verses, they keep coming you know, you know what keeps coming back to my mind here is is as you as you look at them, it all comes down to a couple different things. Especially is is God answers prayers. Uh, I love the Lord. It almost feels childrenish to me with the first mm-hmm. four verses. You know these things that kids would sing. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. Oh Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Uh, but verse three, he's talking about you know this is somebody who who may be facing death. The sorrows of death compass me, and the pains of hell got a hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow, but then I called upon the name of the Lord. And uh, I like that he says, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Then he says, gracious is the Lord, and righteous, yea, O our God, is merciful. You know, this is, it could almost be talking about the Apostle Paul, Mm -hmm. you know, and what he went through. And it, it could be talking about some of us, but God was gracious. And, and allowed him to live. God was gracious. I think we forget sometimes, Stephanie, those things that we've averted, those things that we've averted, those things that haven't happened to us. We pray uh, those things that God has got us through. I remember your tumor and, and what really seemed like a near-death thing going on with you or just a couple years ago, how everything was weird. and uh, But how God delivered you from that. What does deliverance feel like when you get something like that happening? Well, 
I'll be honest. I mean, it wasn't getting saved, but it kind of felt like it. Um, and I think there's a sense in which God showed up in a big way. And in a way, I honestly, you know, other people were praying for me, you know, and I think that's, that's a key too in this whole puzzle is sometimes we're such a mess. We're so weak and, um, we maybe don't even know how to pray. And I think of Romans eight, where it talks about the spirit interceding for us with groanings that cannot be uttered and the incredible privilege we have in this church age, in this age of grace, that we have the Holy spirit of God, our comforter who's interceding for us with words that can't even be understood by us. Yeah. The, the comforter has come and, uh, the comforter, if you've accepted Jesus Christ, exactly what Stephanie was just saying, if you've accepted Christ, he's already come. He's with you. Within you is everything you need to succeed. Within you is everything you need to step away from sin and craziness. And this is that point that I do every couple months and say, listen, if you're involved in an unbiblical relationship, stop it. You're, you know, you're quenching the Holy Spirit. You're grieving the Holy Spirit. You're messing up your work with God. You know, make those relationships biblical. And and, uh, you know, that's one of the hard things, I think, Stephanie, is when someone gets saved, especially those of us who dealt with PTSD and those types of issues, one of the hard things that we have is we get used to a certain feel on things, certain way of doing things, certain routine we go through, certain craziness that we do. Uh, I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the biggest mistake we make, Stephanie, is not getting away from those things that are sin. Yeah. Well, and I think that there's, you have to stay in tune with God. You have to stay in tune with, um, I was just talking to a lady about this. You know, Jesus, Jesus didn't purposely hang out with the Pharisees. He purposely didn't spend a ton of time around them. He didn't, he didn't mistreat them. Obviously he was the son of God, but he had a backbone. And when he, when it was time, when it, the time was right, you know, he was spirit led when the time was right, he gave himself a sacrifice for us. But Jesus had a backbone and he stood up against the Pharisees, against the Sadducees. That's the kind of junk he stood up to. He didn't, he, he didn't hang around them. He separated from them and he made it very clear. Um, he made, let the world know. We still read about it today. He let the world know we're oil and vinegar. And um, when you're dealing with that narcissistic evil, because that's what it is. I don't care if it's a Christian or a non-Christian. Narcissism is narcissism. It's of the devil and it's evil. Um, and it's destructive. And yeah, don't hang around that. Get away from it. Yeah, and, and it's just, you have to. You have to get away. You can't, you know, you can't live in hell and worship God. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And and you got to have that balance in your life where it's about God. And and, and I think as we go on, it says, and, and really starting in five, he's talking about gracious is the Lord. Then the Lord preserveth the simple, everybody, the, the Lord God's for everybody. He, he returned unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath done bountiful with thee, for thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears. God has brought me through those things. We we're just, I was just mentioning how he did that in Stephanie's life. I, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Those of us who are saved, Stephanie, there's a great promise here. We're going to walk with the Lord in the land of the living in heaven. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, with all my haste, all men are liars. We need to remember where we stand, brethren. We're all liars. Uh, 
we're all going to be afflicted. Uh, what shall I render unto the Lord for the benefits toward me? Uh, everything, trust, everything. I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. And, and so, but ending there at 11, I said in my haste, all men are liars. Stopping right there. None of us are any good. We all need God. We all need, uh, we all need to realize where we are every morning. And I can't, I can't emphasize this enough. God cares. He's a compassionate God. And uh, he wants to help you today. So just remember that. Maybe step out of your comfort zone a little bit today. Maybe push some things aside that are your comfort zone that you know you shouldn't be doing, that you know aren't right. Maybe they're just touching the fringes of sin. Maybe this and that. You know what? Push that stuff right off the desk today and start anew. Uh, make it all about God today. Ask God to take away things in your life that aren't quite right, and he will. Ask God to save you, and he will. Listen to every word Eric's got to say. You know, Stephanie prepared a wonderful song for us today. It's entitled, Does Jesus Care? And it's actually on the Wesco Family CD, Steadfast in Trials. And we're going to go ahead and inject that song now. But listen, as you hear this, remember that Jesus cares. No matter what your situation is, no matter what you're going through, God can lift you through that. Uh, when you go low, God goes low with you. He can pull you out of there. He's not going to stay low. He's going to reach down and grab you out of that pit. He always does. Listen, we love you, folks. I hope you enjoy this song. Dearest on earth to me. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.